0: Welcome to The Pastor and The Counselor, where each week I sit down with counselors from In Him Christian Wellness to talk about life issues, mental health, and ways to intentionally pursue Jesus right in the middle of our struggles. Relational, practical, and full of great conversations, I guarantee it will be 30 minutes of your time well spent. On our last episode, we talked about um, worry and we're talking about worry again in this episode uh, last time we talked about the origins and effects of uh, worry and you know kind of where it started and, and how we came in we talked about some of the effects the uh, spiritual uh, and John you said you know in him you guys focus mind body <clears throat> and spirituality and so we talked about some of those effects the some of the physical effects, some of the emotional, mental, and, and the spiritual effects of worry and what it does uh, in our lives, how it, how it affects us you know, in our relationships. We talked a little bit about relationships last time, and today what we want to do is talk about some of the strategies and take it a little bit deeper, uh, strategies to overcome uh, worry because the Bible, Bible, like I, I mentioned in our last episode in Matthew chapter six, verses twenty-five through thirty-four, I really, I really do believe that that there is, and we are able to overcome. There is overcoming in Jesus, and worry does not need to be our our um, all the time companion on on this journey called life. Uh, yet a lot of times, even for me. I'm, a, I'm an optimist, but there are a lot of times where I notice I'm linked arm-in-arm arm with worry. And so some strategies to help help us not do that, you know, uh, not go skipping down the path with uh, worry attached to us, I think is, is just a great way to go. And, the, and Jesus said, you know, uh, he said, Therefore I tell you in verse 25 of Matthew, Do not worry about your life, what you'll eat or drink, what you wear about your body? He talks about isn't life more than food, more than clothes? He points to the birds and he's like, "Hey, look! You know they don't even they don't even sow, or or do they harvest? Yet, you know their heavenly Father takes care of them." And then he asks some pretty powerful questions, and I think questions uh, are are one of the strategies that I want to kind of talk about first. How can um, self-awareness. How can we be more self-aware when it comes to worry? And John, I'm gonna turn it over to you because you started us down this road a couple times. Um, as we were talking before uh, before today, before we hit the record button, and in our last, our last episode, you talked a little bit about this. So talk about how self-awareness can be helpful and some strategies to get more self-aware. How do we help ourselves understand?
1: Self-awareness is key. At the same time, I, you know, I kind of talk out of both sides of my mouth in this because I, I think we're too introspective, Mm. especially in our, in our culture, we're very us centered. Mm -hmm. We think about ourselves way too much (laughs) about our feelings, about our, what we're thinking about our goals. And really if you think about it our breath isn't even ours Mm. it belongs to god our story is his story yeah and so you know when we last session last uh last uh talk we had was about the origins of worry and it was related to us having a severed relationship with god in the garden and when we become egocentric all about us that's that's a result, hmm. right? Of that of that fall. So,
0: so self awareness, yes, but not
1: to the exclusion of God being the focus.
0: And under the also cover of God, so that we're not like so over. We just don't. We don't want to go down the road where we are. <laughs> excuse me. So, so self aware, consumed by the need for self awareness. That's what I. I'm kind of feeling from you as as we're uh, talking is like, okay, don't, don't go down the road where self-awareness is what you are just constantly focused on.
1: Yeah, I guess a good distinction would be self-aware yet not self-absorbed.
0: Mm, that's might good. Be.
1: So the, now that we have that covered, <laughs> let's go to self-awareness. And I think, you know, We've talked about baselines, having an understanding of who you are, Mm -hmm. who you are before God, but who you are in your mind, how you typically think through things, how your body responds to life, Mm -hmm. that's really important. Part of that, then, is your sleeping patterns, your eating patterns, your relational patterns. And so having an understanding of what's typical for you. Where are, where's the best version of you mm-hmm. in those areas of life? Mm-hmm.
0: Let's go to the first one first, because, and, and maybe Corinne, you can, you can start us off in this, but I'm thinking you brought up maybe what is the number one strategy, and that is identity, knowing who we are. Mm-hmm. Knowing who God is and knowing who we are. Probably such a critical piece of this, because if we don't have that as a foundation, then it's gonna it's gonna be more difficult to deal with worry, you know. From what, what you both have said and, and what I've experienced too. Mm-hmm. So, Corinne, talk a little bit about identity and and how do we begin to have a healthy identity, uh, understanding mm-hmm. of who God is, and then and then who we are, and how does that how does that play into this?
2: Yeah, to laugh. Um, yesterday, just yesterday, at one of my sessions, I gave a homework assignment to find verses about God that didn't have anything to do with my client (laughs) because there was too much, you know, Mm. too much self thinking and let, and not enough about who God is and then who we are in God kind of as the second step. Mm. We have to know who God is clearly and his character before then being able to find who we are, um, which is, you know, a second, second to God. We are his creation Mm -hmm. and his children, and need to be humble before him instead of being so self-absorbed, just like John said, you know, a difference between self-awareness and self-absorbed.
0: Yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. So if we want to know, if we want to deal with worry, the first place, first strategy is get to know who God is. Mm -hmm. It's really important to be centered and focused on who God is because God doesn't worry, right? He's perfect, and it's all his. You mentioned that, John, I think it was on the last episode, that even our breath isn't ours and um so reality is is that he doesn't worry and and so the more more time we spend with him the more we know who he is the less we're gonna worry because it increases trust so knowing god
1: and then he can from that position he can speak to us as to who we are Mm. that's what the the spirit's job is to lead us into righteousness Mm -hmm to speak truth into our life. And part of that is rightly, under, rightly understanding us mm-hmm. comes from God because mm-hmm. he speaks truth to us. He's not about just giving us a good self-esteem or affirming our efforts. He wants to tell us the truth. He's a good dad. That's right. But he does it in a way that's loving. Mm-hmm. He speaks the truth in love
0: mm-hmm.
1: by his spirit. And so there are things he says about us and our identity that we can really anchor in that's based in truth.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: That changes the way we live. That's why why we would say it's actually part of a strategy to know who God is and have him speak into us. It's not just like, oh, that's an assumed. You know, I think a lot of times when we talk about worry, we go to diagnosing the self, you know, why am I worried instead of, you know, that first strategy of hmm, who is God and who am I? And then starting to, to look. So, so step number one, overcoming worry, grounded, right? We have to be grounded in who God is and grounded in who we are
2: we talked last episode about how trusting someone takes work and you need to know their character in order to be able to trust them. You know, and not not trusting God is where a lot of our worries come from. And in turn, it can then be the solution, right? Trusting God is a relief because right. we don't need we don't need to worry anymore. It's not in our hands, it's not in our control. This is kind of the the other side of the coin.
0: Yeah, it's the other F word. You had mentioned fear last episode, but it's freedom. So, you know, part of the strategy is to move from fear to freedom.
1: Amen, I like that. That's really helpful.
0: Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about some strategies. I I would encourage, you know, again, get into the word, gratitude, uh, you know, spending time in prayer, silence, solitude, some of the what we call core spiritual disciplines are if, if you who are listening uh, came in to see me here at New Life and you're like, oh, I'm just like, you know, and you're all worried and anxious. I would I would tend to say, where are you in your quiet time? Where are you? Are you spending time with God? Are you, you know, gratitude list is a great strategy for overcoming worry, I think. Uh, a lot of times you start listing all the things because I think another another aspect of worry is we're worried about not having something or something's missing but if we start to look at all that's there we start to list out in gratitude all that God's given us it maybe takes the what I'm lacking or what I'm fearful of out and puts oh my word look at what God's doing in my life look at you know, the power of testimony, you know, go back over your testimonies. another maybe good strategy to dealing with worry from a spiritual perspective. Um, you know, I, I used to, you know, there's things I would worry about more prior to cancer than after cancer because cancer was a, you know, a pretty big, you know, wake up call, pretty big area of having to trust, uh, trust God. And things that I would have worried about prior to cancer, and now, you know, there's, there is a difference. There is a difference, you know, just because I've got that testimony uh, of struggle and, and victory, um, even where the body wasn't, wasn't functioning, uh, it was well with my soul. There's another, you were talking about old hymns, John. There's another <laughs> one. It is well with my soul. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's beautiful. Yep, testimony. And the word you used in connection with that Perspective, right? And so, this idea of being grounded in Him, in God, and what God says about us develops perspective, right? And that can then remind us in those moments of worry, whose we are, and that God's got this. God's got us in the midst. Mm. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will. Right.
0: Fear no evil. Yeah.
1: Because you are with me, right? You walk with me. Your rod and your staff, you're, they comfort me. So this is our God. Mm-hmm. He walks with us.
0: And it's really pretty cool there. So it's not only with him, but those things that are listed there, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. It's God's resources. Mm-hmm you know, that are that are there for us, too, that the psalmist was, was recognizing. Corinne, our last, uh, last episode, we were talking about some of the mental effects of worry, how our minds get racing. You know, we're playing the, uh, you know, over and over. I'm not sure how you put it or if it was John, but we've got that. We're rehearsing yeah. stories. Um, so how do we, if we're, we're aware of it, Mm-hmm. How do we start to break out of those thought patterns, those wrong perspectives?
2: Right. So like we were saying, left unchecked, that's when these things start to get out of control. <laughs> mm. Right. So if you have this, you, we've gotten to the point where you're aware of this, right? You, you're recognizing these uh, dysfunctional or harmful thought patterns, um, one thing we always recommend is, is talking with someone, right? Checking in with a friend, a spouse, a, a therapist, anybody to say, you know, is this realistic? Or like, <laughs> am mm. I, you know, am I going down a rabbit hole? And just kind of checking yourself along with somebody else to, to make sure that it's reasonable or maybe it's not. And having somebody kind of talk you down from that can be really helpful.
1: That's a really good point. Yeah, challenging thoughts. Mm-hmm. That's that's good because otherwise yeah. we get stuck. Yeah. In the moment, uh, what we we talk about is having a, a rhythm of accessing peace. So to do that, if your if your mind is racing, your heart is too. And it's, you can't if you tell your brain stop racing, it just gets faster. So what you wanna do is control your breathing and that'll slow your mind and give you the ability to have more clarity. So you can, uh, there are different ways you can control your breathing. Partly is getting more oxygen. Mm. So you can slowly do some diaphragmic breathing, Mm. you can YouTube a few of those things or see Mm. our exercise specialist, Alexa. She is really good at this but getting some oxygen to your brain and doing that breathing helps you to pause mm. and it helps your brain to slow down. Mm. And that way you have more clarity in the moment because really what we're talking about is, um, the unwarranted sense of risk.
2: Mm. Yeah. When we talk about worry mm. or anxiety,
1: yeah. things that might happen, but that are not in the room, with us right now. I'm afraid of snakes on a plane. Mm. But they're not. I'm not in a plane. Yep. I'm in a room with you all. And there are no snakes. Yep. So I don't have to occupy my heart and mind with that. So we control our breathing. So our brain slows down. And then we can access healthy thoughts. Mm-hmm. Right? What is who is God and what does he say about me in this moment?
0: So literally going back, breathing and thinking. Mm-hmm. So I'm breathing to, to physiologically slow my body down. So there's the physical effect. And, and then in the, in the pausing, I'm able to start to realize or acknowledge truth
2: yeah and preparing some anchoring thoughts ahead of time when you are feeling calm is something that we often help people do as well. Mm-hmm. you know what are verses or what are you know truths about you or about God or just about you know life and what can what is an easily accessible truth that you can pull from when you start to get into one of these mm-hmm. um, w- bouts of worry
0: and you mentioned you mentioned talking to somebody, and John you said you know um well, as you as you talked, Corinne, about connecting with someone, I think what's really important in that is challenge. We don't like challenge, so even in challenge, we get worried about challenge. But if we have somebody that we trust, that that can help us, then you know, I'm really worried about, and we know their heart, and and they become a regular. Like I think if we approach it with as a strategy, I deal with worry or I'm battling anxiety. John, would you be a a compadre, a mentor, a friend? You know, would you would you walk with me? Because I want to break through. And so if I'm bringing, you know, some of my what ifs or my worries to you, would having talked it out enough to say, I need you to be gentle. You know, I need you to I need you to help me process maybe not even by telling, but asking me some good questions so that you can help me break this down. I think that's, that person's strategy with conversation can be so helpful. I know when people just come to me and they're worried, I want to fix the problem. You know, but when I'm thinking about this from a, you know, a pastoral or just a mentoring perspective, I'm not there to fix the problem. I'm there to help process. And so the relationship becomes really helpful. But if you come in racing, you know, so again, I think if we can bring ourselves to kind of start to self-assess, and then we go meet with somebody, it's going to be a, a more helpful space, right, than if I'm constantly just coming in. <laughs> Something's rolling through my head, and I would love for you guys to talk about it a little bit. Um, hear people say, oh, I'm just a worry wart," you know, or, you know, worry's my middle name. Um, it seems to me like if we build our lives on those kinds of things, it's almost like we're setting ourselves up. Mm-hmm. For Do you hear that? Do you see that? How? What's a strategy of getting away from that? And I, I guess I'm asking that question, but the reality is we've kind of answered it already. <laughs> but but for those that do call themselves worry words, let's hit it again, because I, I hear it a lot.
2: It's like, That those sorts of statements (laughs) um, basically are giving yourself permission to go down those rabbit holes and have that have those thought patterns because it's easier to not challenge them. It's easier to say, oh, this is just the way I am. I'm just going to worry about things, (laughs) you know, and we all we all do it sometimes. You know, I tend towards the anxious side myself and I say that sometimes, but you don't want to give yourself permission to have that be your reality.
0: Yeah, and the enemy, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> From a pastoral perspective, again, see so many people who give, give kind of a place for the enemy to work. And so when I'm agreeing with, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a worry ward, it's like I'm giving the enemy a position to, to hit me, you know, to constantly be in my, my ear about worry. And so if you can, I, I would encourage you all to cut off You hear yourself starting to say well i'm just a worrier or i'm just that's an identity statement that isn't true you weren't created um to worry you were created to trust
1: that's a really good point you know when moses was sent back to the people of israel to to help them move away from egypt then god told him to say i am sent sent me that's the, the identity we, we're talking about, right? This, who are we anchored? Who, who are we anchored in, in this moment in time? So we're, we're talking about thoughts, perspectives, yeah. and ways to kind of take, take those thoughts captive, right? And you can do that by engaging your body and mind, so that you have perspective and clarity. So that the last piece of it is the tell in, in our bodies, we've talked about how our bodies can absorb different aspects of worry or stress. Mm-hmm. And so um, how do we then be self aware in terms of how our bodies responding so that we can access mm-hmm. truth and kind of be recalibrated? What are some thoughts Corinne?
2: Um, Sorry, I was distracted. That's okay. <laughs> Thinking <Yeah>. about um, <laughs> Jeremiah um, oh. and uh, that verse, the verse that sometimes we anchor ourselves in, tw- verse 29 11. Mm. Um, I've been reading Jeremiah and surrounding that verse of God knowing his plans for us, mm. the plans to prosper us and, you know, give us a hope in a yeah, future. Yeah. yeah. Um, the rest of Jeremiah is about <laughs> Israel being. Um, you know, taken over by Babylon and all of this destruction and judgment, all of these things. And yet in the midst of that, God promises to protect us. Mm. Um, And so, sorry, I didn't hear your question (laughs) because I was thinking of that. But I think that's really
0: good. So the reality is, is we can feel like it's all coming against us. Mm. And, and just, uh, this is maybe the, one of the best ways to end this episode is it comes back to God promises even when we're in a place of worry to to care for us um, you know and back to Matthew chapter 6 um, verse 33 and 34 he says but seek first and Jesus is saying this but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well and that's all the stuff we worry about mm-hmm. you know God's truth God's promises and then it says so therefore because of who God is and all God has and all God does do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself each day has enough trouble of its own hey everyone thank you for joining us for this episode of the pastor and the counselor I want to encourage you to reach out to In Him Christian Wellness if you need to talk or if you know someone else that may be in crisis or could use a counselor, their website, inhimchristianwellness.org. You'll also find uh, the link in the pastor and counselor description. Take care until next time.